Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, January 10th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest who will school us today on the way of the wild card. But not just any wild card. This man has muscle memory of a wild card team that won it all. This man is number 60. He's the center. He's the center of attention today, that is. He's Sean O'Hara. Welcome back to the pod, man. Thanks, Drew. Always uh, enjoy hanging out. Chopping it up with you. Really nice to see you. Thanks for making the time today. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. And on today's show, Sean's memories of a wild card run and his message to the current wild card teams. That's Browns and Dolphins and Steelers, Eagles and Rams and Packers. And really, for that matter, any playoff team that is either feeling doubts or subjected to the doubts of others, listen up. Because what is possible for you is extraordinary. And few people know that better than today's special guest, whose Giants embarked on a legendary postseason run, four straight wins as the underdog, all the way to a Super Bowl win over the previously undefeated New England Patriots. Okay, Sean O'Hara, take us back, my friend, to the 2007 NFL season. You had a six-game winning streak in the first half of that season, but then you finished with four losses in your last eight games. You finished second place in the NFC East. You got a five seed in the then six-team NFC playoff bracket. But somehow you you guys had more determination and more hope and more belief than your doubters could have ever known where did it come from what finally clicked when did it click and why did it matter yeah we were on the what we call the road to redemption in the playoffs because literally every team was it that we played and faced was a team that we had lost to previously in the regular season so that season kind of got off to a, a rough start we started out 0-2 lost to Dallas and Dallas lost at home to Green Bay in week two got smoked I think our defense gave up 85 points in the first two weeks alone but Along the way during that season, we became mentally tougher than our our opponents, and we became what we called the Road Warriors. We we set a, a record NFL record 
which I think still stands true today. We were we won 11 straight road games. So basically, we went into your house. We ate all the food in your fridge, ate all the cookies. Um, <laughs> we stole your dog. We took over. We, we set up. We squatted in your house. We made our own set of keys. Um, and how did we do that? We did that with great defense. We got after your ass. We got after your quarterback. We knocked him all over the dirt. We ran the football. If you have a portable run game and a defense that can get after the quarterback, you can win on the road. You can win anywhere. And we proved that. Um, you know, I, I like to think that team, we were so physical up front on both sides of the ball. That always gave us a shot. And, you know, I th I'd like to think that we also kind of channel channeled our inner Bill Murray from Meatballs. When anybody brought up the regular season, we just said, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter that they beat us already. It just doesn't matter that they're the number one seed. Right. It just doesn't matter that it's minus 23 with a windshield. It just doesn't matter. The playoffs right now, this is all that matters. Get hot and you can win the whole damn thing. And I think that message really does apply to everybody who is listening, all of the teams that are in the conversation and certainly the teams that are outside of the division winning spots, those first four. Now, their route to success in this year's playoff may not necessarily include the same recipe, which was a dominating defense, a stifling defense, and a running game. Their recipe may be a little bit different, but it can't be overstated that a stifling defense and a running game that you can count on tends to win in every city, in every stadium, in every game, uh, in every game of consequence, certainly, this one no different. Yeah, and, and I feel like in the playoffs, all of your weaknesses kind of get magnified. So, you know, a lot of times you see playoff teams and they go into the, the playoffs and it's like, man, this team really struggles to stop the run or this is kind of something that, that has plagued them all season long. And if you can't find a way to put that fire out in the postseason, it becomes magnified. Um, certainly that's what teams are going to exploit. But, you know, I feel like if you can run the ball efficiently when everybody in the building knows you're going to run the ball, you can close out games. How many times have we seen a game get flipped upside down? I mean, go back to that Chiefs-Bills game, 13 seconds left. Like, if you can't close the ball out, the game out, and you give the ball to the other team with any kind of time left, we've proven in the NFL anything can happen. And so that's always, to me, the call. If you have a closer, if you've got the Mariano Rivera of, of closers in running back and an O-line, if you could finish the game with the victory formation, as long as Jameis Winston is not your quarterback, you're going. everybody's going home happy. Shots fired, shots fired. Uh, you and I see that one a little differently. Obviously, uh, Sean is talking about the, the now infamous moment uh, where uh, Jameis Winston and the Saints, who had a victory already in their back pocket, decided to uh, to run out of victory formation, hand the ball to uh, who was it? James to, to Williams. Decided. To, to, to Jameis decided to hand it to Jameson Williams to get his first touchdown of the season. He defended it in a way after the game uh, that I bought. Uh, you clearly didn't. You thought it was kind of bush league, and certainly, uh, certainly Arthur Smith didn't buy it. He was furious at Dennis Allen uh, on the you know in what was supposed to be a post game handshake. It was not. It was a post-game haranguing. Uh, but let's move on from that. I don't think you really answered the question, Sean, and I want to hold your feet to the fire on this because I really okay. do want to apply your experience to what we are seeing or what we are about to see from teams in the tournament now. What did finally click for you? Because to say that you're going to put all of that stuff behind you, that sounds like coach speak, and I'm not dismissing it. I think that sounds very, very important to, to get rid of the past, to cut the barnacles off the boat, right? You're now built for speed. But what 
in terms of your game, in terms of your scheme, in terms of stuff that wasn't going right that finally was going right? What did finally click and why did it matter so much? I think we cleaned up all the negative stuff. Like we, we got rid of all the junk, all, all those barnacles, as you call them, that were slowing down the boat. Like we, 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 we shaved it all off. We sanded it down. The boat was smooth. There was no drag. Um, I, I think no mental errors. Like we cleaned all that up. We, we played squeaky clean football. And yeah. Eli was a big part of that. Like you take care of the football, um, not turning the ball over, not, not fumbling it, no interceptions. Um, I, I think in the playoffs, like you can't beat yourself. If it, the other team is, is good, there's a reason why they're in the playoffs too. You can't give them any extra points. You can't spot them any points. You can't do them any favors. So that was really kind of what we did in that playoff run. We cleaned our game up and we weren't going to beat ourselves. Um, you know, I also kind of look at it like we, we tried to try to make every game bloody. Like, you know what, they were slobber knockers. There was no, we knew we weren't going to win in a big shootout especially not against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. We had saw that firsthand in week 17, um, you know, when we, we both scored 30-plus. So I, I think we kind of realized where our game was at, like let's muddy it up, let's let's bloody it up, um, let's make this thing grimy, and that kind of played into our hands. So, um, you know, I, I think that was a big part of it. But, you know, really I, I think our defense – is really what kind of came to play. And in, in the postseason, they just got after everybody. Let's talk about that defense. If you look at the four playoff wins, that the last of which, of course, was that Super Bowl win over the Patriots. In the four games that you won in the playoffs that year, game number one was against the Bucks. We're going to talk about that more specifically in a moment. 14 points against. Game number two, 17 points against. Game number three, 20 points against. That was the most you gave up that postseason. Game number four, the Super Bowl. Of course, you only gave up. How many was that? 14. 14. Thank you. That is a winning recipe. Let's talk about game one against the Bucks, because to make it ugly, the stats kind of bear out the truth of that, Sean, because Eli Manning in that first game against the Bucks was 20 for 27 for 185 yards, two touchdowns. Now that's not ugly. That's pretty. That's clean, but it's certainly not dominating, right? It was a very balanced approach, rushing, passing. Manning back to throw. Pumps, looks, fires right for Tumor in the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! These are not gaudy numbers, but two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and only 14 points against. That's going to be hard to beat in any postseason. So anybody listening as a fan of a team that is about to take the field either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday in Super Wild Card Weekend, if you can uh, only give up maybe 14 points and have your quarterback go out there, throw a couple touchdowns and no interceptions, that is a winning combination. And keep in mind, too, you cannot let a slow start to a season or a slow start to a game bother you. Sean O'Hara, what happened in the first quarter in that first playoff game on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yeah, actually, I had a front row seat to that one. I tore my MCL in week 17, so I was a spectator. Um, but it was, yeah, it, I mean, it started out pretty sloppy. Um, you know, I, our defense thankfully kept us in it, and I think that's kind of the point that you're alluding to. If your defense can keep you into that game, if they can keep it tight, don't give up any big plays, now you can stay balanced. And, you know, because of that, we didn't ask Eli to throw the ball 45 times. And I remember it was a hot day. Uh, we had a couple of drives that I think went like 15, 16 play drives. That goes back to what I was saying about not beating yourselves. No dumb penalties, no missed mental errors, no missed blocks, no ad lookout blocks. Um, just clean football. Um, is, is the way to win. Without a doubt. The Giants got off to a rough start in that first wild card win over the Bucks. At the end of the first quarter, they trailed 7-0. 
and they had gained a total of minus two yards on offense. So think about that, listener. Think about that. I think sometimes as fans, certainly not as players, I would never put this on you, Sean, but as fans, we tend to we tend to grind on misery. And when we see things not going our way, it's easy to turn away from the television or from the monitor. It's easy to give up. And you think, oh, come on, we've lost four of eight games going into this postseason. Uh, we're down seven zip. We've gained minus two yards on offense at the end of quarter number one. I see where this is going. This, this does not end well. And yet, for the Giants fans who kept the faith, and certainly for the Giants players who believed in themselves, the next three quarters of that game and the next three games in that postseason uh, put themselves permanently etched in NFL history as Super Bowl champions. The whole thing about uh, the road warriors that you called yourselves, that sounds like a great story now. But when somebody's throwing that out in the locker room, Sean, does it seem like eye-rolly kind of shit or do you really buy it? Is this something that the 53 of you believed, you genuinely believed it, or were there a handful of guys like you as a captain who believed it and were trying to sell it? Well, I think we all bought into the mindset of it's us against the world whenever we went on the road. And we kind of relished, you know, that being the heel, um, if you will. I don't think we ever referred to ourselves as the road warriors until kind of after, you know, we won the Super Bowl. Fair enough. But we went into it and, you know, you may remember like our, when we gathered together as a team after we had our team warm up, Michael Strahan kind of brought us in, and that was when he started his, we're going to stomp you out. And that kind of started as like, a, we're in your building, we're going to stomp you out in your own house. And it's us against everybody here in this stadium. Now, granted, we had a lot of Giants fans in that Tampa playoff game because it was down in Tampa. And for those of you that know on the East Coast, Tampa Bay is kind of like South Jersey. Um, you know, pretty much everybody's from New York or New Jersey anyways. So we had a lot of red, white, and blue down there. Yeah. Um, but that was the, that was the mindset. We're, we're going to stomp you out. We, we don't care what the record is, what the weather is, how many fans you have here. It's us against everybody in this building, and we are going to stomp you out. Is there a team that you can look at on the ledger right now in the playoff bracket on either side? that reminds you a little bit of your Giants team, or at least a team that you think maybe has the right stuff, has what it takes to get that kind of a mindset, to go on a legendary kind of a run. I'm not asking you to, to say that one team will do that because it's rare what you guys did. It happens once, once in a blue moon. It really is a very rare and extraordinary thing that your incarnation of the New York Giants in 07 were able to pull off. But every team needs to have that kind of belief. Certainly teams on the outside looking in, which some of these wildcard teams were up until the very last week of the season. Is there somebody on the bracket that you look to and say, don't be surprised if they go on a run. Don't be surprised if they shock some fools along the way. Yeah, I think when I kind of look at like some of these wildcard teams, like in order to kind of fit that narrative, like we're looking at a five, six or seven seed here. Um, I kind of look at who offensively fits that mold, like who is going to be balanced, who is going to run the ball. I think the Rams look like that. I think the Eagles have the ability to do that, but for some reason they're they're allergic to DeAndre Swift having 30 carries, um, even with that great O-line. But the Rams, McVay, the last time we saw them run the ball this effectively, it was Todd Gurley. It was back in 2019 or 18, 2018, I believe, when golf was the you know the quarterback and you know they were running that outside zone. Now it's Kyron Williams, and Kyron Williams has averaged more yards per ru game rushing than any running back in the league this year. So I think you kind of look at the way that they're doing that offensively, their balance, and then they've got a quarterback 
that's not scared to let it rip. You know, look, Stafford is, you know, for him it's always can he take care of the football. You feel like there's always two throws in a game where he kind of, it's a dicey throw, and you know what, he's going to live by the fire or die by the fire. But um, they also have a couple of guys that can get after the quarterback, Aaron Donald and Kobe Turner. Um, you know, it's more interior rushers than the exterior rushers that we had in OC and, and Strahan. But they are, are an intriguing team, especially because of how well they've played late in the season. Um, in the AFC, I tell you, the Browns kind of have that kind of mojo. And th- what's amazing about the Browns is that they're doing this with all, despite all the injuries offensively. Jack Conklin, out. Jedrick Wills, out. So your two best tackles, done. And they're still finding ways to win games. Um, Jerome Ford has been phenomenal. So no Kareem Hunt, excuse me, no Nick Chubb. Um, he's filled in nicely. Jerome Ford has. Um, and then you got Joe Flacco, who his career is very similar to Eli's. Um, a lot of people questioned whether or not he was elite when he was in Baltimore, and he bet on himself, and he went on to have a magnificent run and win the Super Bowl when he was in Baltimore. So they've got some guys defensively that can absolutely wreck the games. Darius Smith, and when you look at what Miles Garrett can do, and they like to move him all over the field, um, they look like a very dangerous team in this playoff race. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places now is the time to accelerate innovation t-mobile for business is powering formula one las vegas grand prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure reliable 5g connectivity because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the Super Bowl champion, Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara is tripping down memory lane. Uh, we are looking back at the 2007 New York Giants run from a wild card position to a Super Bowl championship. And I think we get a little reductive, listener, when we think about that team, the New York Giants team that beat the then undefeated New England Patriots. And we tend to focus on what was an extraordinary game and a couple of extraordinary plays within that game. But we tend to forget that there were three upsets that preceded that Super Bowl win. I want to talk about the second round as the last thing we talk about today, Sean O'Hara, the divisional round, the forgotten upset over the top-seeded Dallas Cowboys. They were 13-3. and It was a Pro Bowl season for Tony Romo. Um, you only gave up 17 points to that Cowboys team in Dallas on that day. Romo had a drive to win it. They were down four, had to score a touchdown, down to the 22, had gotten close, gave himself a chance. But of course, things went your way. There are two plays in that game that stand out for you. Walk us through those because it's time for playoff teams and wild card fans to dream a little bit about what could happen. And it's important to remember, Sean said earlier today in this podcast, they lost to the Cowboys. That Giants team lost to the Cowboys twice that season, having given up 31 points in one game and 45 in the other game against this Cowboys team and still resolved to go in and beat them and did just that. Two plays stand out. Start me with that 52-yard bomb. Yeah, the Cowboys were the number one seed. You know, obviously, Tony Romo was having a phenomenal year. They had T.O. Uh, over there, you know, eating popcorn and pulling Sharpies out of his socks. Um, Jason <laughs> Witten, the Hall of Fame tight end, who was downright uncoverable. And Marion Barber was a beast. Like, he went ape on that. On that in that game, um, he had, had over a touchdown in rushing. that game. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he was a stud. I mean, he had the dreads rocking out of the back of the helmet. Nobody could ever seem to take him down. So this was this was quite the challenge for us. Um, I think in the playoffs, like offensively, you're always looking for somebody to just make a play. And yeah. for us, uh, who would have thought it would be Amani Toomer outrunning? I think it was Roy Williams um, and that Cowboys defense. He broke a tackle and busts up the sideline. And, you know, that, Imani actually ended up retiring, um, you know, after that season. So he was later on in his career, and that wasn't his game. His game was working the sideline, you know, toe-touching, toe-drag swagging yep. in the red zone, really great route runner. Yep, you didn't possession think receiver, thing, route runner, but he broke this yeah. one. In fact, Coop, let's go ahead and play it. Uh, certainly, if you're a Cowboys fan, cover your ears. Giants fans, stand up because you remember this. Back to throw, swings one left, wide open, Tumor at the Cowboy 40, sheds a tackle, down the left sideline, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Amani Tumor! But of course, you have credited your Giants defense uh, in this season as really maybe being the unit that you counted on most, as clean as Eli was, as balanced as that offense was, as dominant as the O-line that you led in those games when you finally came back from your knee injury was. It really was a defense that made the biggest plays, including the biggest play in this game, this win, this forgotten upset win over the Cowboys. Yeah, our defensive line, you know, they had eight quarterback hits on that just two sacks in that game but um it was really at the end of the game you know i remember we were up 
And we really, Romo had been so good at the end of games. So we were all on pins and needles on the sideline thinking like, here we go. Like Romo is going to go down and work some magic. And of course he was looking for Jason Witten in the back of the end zone and RW McCorder stepped right in front of it. Um, and my Irish brother just picked that ball off. And I remember the jubilation on the sideline. Um, there was a little extra motivation before the game. We had all kind of found out that apparently Jerry Jones went around to the locker room and there, apparently there were tickets on every player's seat. Um, you know, according to the, the story that was told to us for next week's game against the Green Bay Packers. Like he, he was already trying to like double down, like we know you're going to win this game. We're focused on the Packers and we kind of found out about that. So, um, you know, I'll never forget Imani Toomer as we're walking up the old stadium. There was a hill you had to walk up to get in the locker room. Um, and he, I remember him yelling, take that, Jerry. Um, so that kind of became a little bit of the uh, – the, the needling from our end and the motivation from our end to get that done. Tony Romo in a Pro Bowl season had worked his Cowboys offense down to the 22 of the New York Giants. They took a play for a loss, then they had a, a short pickup. And then with time running out, he throws into the end zone. And as Sean O'Hara says, R.W. McCorders, Robert William McCorders II did this. Romo takes the snap. Back to throw, has time to the end zone, intercepted by the Giants! And the Giant bench goes wild! And just like that, the New York Giants had toppled the top seed in the NFC. But more to the point, if you're a Texans fan, or a, a Bucks fan, or a Dolphins fan, Texans, you lost to the Browns on Christmas Eve by 14 points. No, C.J. Stroud didn't play. Yes, Will Anderson was injured. But this is a team that, when you last saw them, they ran you out of the building. Bucks lost to the Eagles early in the season when the Eagles were good and the Bucks, well, they were not. That game was 25 to 3 in the fourth quarter. It wasn't close. So Bucks, remember that. The Dolphins lost to the Chiefs in Frankfurt, 21-14. That game was 21 zip at one point. But that of course was in Deutschland. Did it teach us anything? Well, let Sean O'Hara teach us something today. You lose to a team earlier in the season, forget about it. It's a new season. It is, in fact, a new season, the postseason, a season of hope and belief, of resolve, and, yes, of being a road warrior in some cases. What's the trick, Sean O'Hara, last question today, to beating a team that has beaten you already, maybe once, maybe twice in the regular season? How do you get over that muscle memory? Yeah, great question. I think you kind of go back and you just kind of let it burn a little bit. I, I think the motivation. You let it piss you look, off. Everybody, yeah, it, it starts to fire you up. Your, your coach goes back and says, hey, this is this is what we didn't do well. Or, hey, th look at how close this game could have been. We could have won that game. Like, And then all week long you're answering questions about, you know, how are you guys ever going to do this? How are you going to keep up with this team? They're so good. They beat you before. That starts to kind of drive your passion. The urgency has to be. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can't wait till Sunday to get pissed off and to get motivated. It's the, the the motivation and the emotion has to come Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as you're preparing and and the focus for the game plan and putting all that in. Um, those are all things that can help. And uh, you know, I also will say that like you know what else never hurts is when the quarterback decides to go on vacation with Jessica Simpson on their bye week. That always helps. <laughs> okay, I lied. I do have one more question because I feel like. 
pressure. Pressure is something we talk about a lot in sports, probably more on our side of the fence as non-players. We talk a lot about pressure because I think we must feel it probably more than you do. And so we're, you know, we're projecting our human frailties onto you players out there who probably feel a hell of a lot less of it uh, than we realize. Set me straight on that if I'm wrong. But let's talk about pressure because I think being able to apply it, being able to leverage it, being able to shift it becomes important in games, in every game, but certainly in win and advance, survive and advance games in a postseason tournament. Is it fair to say, Sean O'Hare, that the pressure is off when you are a wild card team? Maybe with the possible exception of the Eagles and Browns, who are expected to do great things based on pedigree and based on, you know, the fact that they were second maybe in a very good uh, division. But some of these other teams that are wild card teams, the pressure is off them. Is that potentially their superpower as we go into Super Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, I think any coach in the NFL and at any level, for that matter, will tell you the hardest thing to do is when you're the favorite, how do you motivate your team? You, like you have to lie to them and you know like you almost you're kind of trying to fabricate and manufacture you know reasons why they should be motivated and they should feel slighted so when you're the underdog man it's easy as a coach look nobody's picking you everybody says that you can't win you know you you, you, you hear your wife adrian telling you you can't win rocky you can't win and yet you got to go out and slay drago so I, I think that there is something to that underdog role. It's definitely, you know, the pressure's off on you. Um, I know the Patriots felt it in the Super Bowl 42 because everybody had them written in as a perfect season, 19-0. and 0. Like, they already had the banners, the hats, the caps, the shirts made made for it. And Sean, I have to admit, as your friend and colleague, I did too. I did too. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I really... I didn't have any love for the Patriots. I have no love for dynasties. I don't like stories that always end the same way. I don't like teams that are always winning, no matter what the league is, no matter what the sport is. But I couldn't conjure up in my vision, in my imagination, and I, I credit myself, I pride myself on having a vivid imagination. I couldn't imagine a scenario in which the game played out in your favor. And yet, in some ways, I was guilty of not believing what you had shown us the week, two weeks prior, three weeks prior, and four weeks prior. And that gets us to the beginning of this show. Sean O'Hara's journey to his Super Bowl ring, to his Super Bowl championship, began, listener, as a five seed in a then six-team NFC bracket. Wild card teams, you are not just playing a role filling a chair until the real star comes and takes that chair. You're not a seat filler. You're a competitor in a tournament that you can, in fact, win. Allow Sean O'Hara's experience to embolden you, to encourage you. Damn it, win. I guess you can't all win, but I just love your experience, Sean, because in some ways it reminds me not to doubt, not to believe only the big headlines and the big stars. Eli Manning hadn't won a playoff game before that wild card win over the Bucks. That was his first playoff game. Four playoff wins later, you guys had a freaking Super Bowl ring. What is your message in the way of saying goodbye today to those wild card players, to those wild card teams? Some of them, in, including rookies like C.J. Stroud and 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 ostensible rookies like Jordan Love. What is your message to these young men as they go out there on Saturday or Sunday or Monday of Super Wild Card Weekend and? Play 
please do something beyond what I could offer, which is you can do it, damn it. What do you got for him, Sean? Yeah, all right. You're channeling your inner Rob Schneider right there from the water bowl. You yeah, can do exactly. it. Exactly. So I, I think, you know, look, the best athletes in the world will probably tell you that they're visual learners, that they visualize things. So you have to visualize making that block, making that play. And I remember, like, my wife knew, like, you know, when it came Friday, like, you know, as, as we got closer to game day, she we could be out at dinner having a conversation. She's like, you are in your own world right now, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, I'm visualizing blocking a Junior Seau or, you know what, I'm blocking Vince Wilford. And that visualization never stops, like, the entire week. You're visualizing the throw, that catch, that block, that run, that tackle, that sack. In order to achieve it, you must first believe it. And I feel like the only way to believe it is you've got to visualize it. You've got to play it out in your head. Um, and that's, you know, really just kind of some sports psychology right there. And if all else fails, you know, just go Bobby Boucher, you know. Skate the Leo. <laughs> I can't improve on that. Uh, that's a pep talk from a proven winner from a Super Bowl champion, Sean O'Hara. Buddy, thank you so much for your time today. All right. Thanks, Ru. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true with new available tech. This legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals. When you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. 
And I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow when Michael Robinson will be the man in the chair. We're going to get a little granular. He's got some matchups that we need to watch in Super Wildcard Weekend. Matchups that are not just team against team. It may be player against player. Matchups that will define what is already guaranteed to be a dramatic Super Wildcard Weekend. That's tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 